all the romantic songs that you're playing today for Valentine's Day, and you come out with like a a Four Seasons upbeat weird. Uh, this is a weird choice for Valentine's Day. Frankie Valli is never a weird choice for Valentine's Day. But this was this was as they started to get into the '80s, and this is a very upbeat song for Valentine's Day. I'm assuming you saw Frankie Valli and Love in the title. And thought, oh, that's got to be a, a loving, sexy song. All the Frankie Valley we have is because I put it in there. I told you I've seen Jersey Boys a couple times. I'm a big Frankie Valley guy. But this is not in line with what you've been playing today. Just switching it up a little bit. All right, this is this is when you need, when you need to speed things up. <laughs> um. All right, let me give you the stock market report. Market just closed. Sponsored by Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Dow Jones down 156 points today. That's a little bit less than half a percent. S&P 500 barely moved, minus one point. And the NASDAQ was up 68 points, up about a half percent. So there you go on that. We're going to have some fun this 4 o'clock hour. Crowder is off today. He'll be back tomorrow. We are endeavoring it seems like it might happen we have a miami dolphins legend joining us tomorrow aronde gadston not his uh, normal tuesday spot he's gonna join us tomorrow oh and zach thomas as well how about that pull the old switcheroo on you um so we're uh, we're hoping that happens tomorrow looks like it will crowder's taking the day off to have a nice romantic day with his wife for Valentine's Day. Uh, Let's get headlines to start out the 4 o'clock hour here. We'll get to 15 minutes of heat later on, and we're going to get to our celebration of Valentine's Day with this Bill Burr clip that we like to play every Valentine's Day. Let's get headlines here. I just saw Derek Carr was officially released by the Raiders. Yeah, I was about to, uh, to get to that. Breaking news, Derek Carr. Apparently, he turned down a trade to the Saints. He refused to waive his no-trade clause. He went to visit the Saints, and then when the Raiders tried to trade him, he didn't waive his no-trade clause. So they ended up having to release him outright. They did so today, and Derek Carr is a free agent. Hawk, I'm going to ask you the Sports Radio Miami question. Derek Carr or Tua Tungavailoa? So I happen to like Derek Carr a lot. I have been a fan of his. I, uh, You may know I like to wager a uh, hmm. dollar or two sometimes on NFL games. And I always lean towards Derek Carr. Hasn't always been right. In fact, we owe a huge amount of money, which I need from you, by the way. Um, but I like Derek Carr. But I'm in on Tua. I am. I really am. I am. I, I, when Tua was in that zone... Last season, he was, we talked about it, one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. I believe he can get back there, do that on a regular basis. I believe that they will be able to correct some of the issues. And uh, I'm in on Tua, so no. Unless Derek Carr wanted to be a backup, no. I don't think he wants to be a backup. Probably not. I think there are a lot of Dolphins fans who would prefer going into next season. I don't think it's a majority. I'm just saying I think there is a lot of Dolphins fans 
who would prefer to have Derek Carr starting over Tua next season. I think just strictly because of durability. However, I think you'd have to pay him more than what Tua will be owed next season. And if you look at what he did this past year with Oakland, or with Las Vegas rather, he was trash. Like, it wasn't that he wasn't very good. I mean, they have weapons, and he was not good. Tua was a better quarterback this season when he was healthy than Derek Carr. Well, he got benched. I mean, he got benched, and he didn't get benched because he was playing great. So I, I, I get it. I'm with you, though. I think there's a lot of Dolphins fans who would take Derek Carr over Tua in a heartbeat because we see it on the text line. We see the the Tua hate. It doesn't matter if he quarterbacks a win, a loss, doesn't matter. There are people who are detractors. Um, So I think there are a lot of people who would love to see Derek Carr. Again, I like him. I think he's a very good quarterback. Did not have a great season. I think he's a very good quarterback. I think you put Jalen Waddell on one side, Tyreek Hill on the other side. I think you have a pretty potent offense with him at the quarterback. But I am telling you, I don't know how I how else can I'm like Chris Greer. I don't know how else I can say this. I am in on Tua. I don't think there's much of anyone who could uh, who could take me off the the Tua train for next season. Yeah, that's where I I disagree with you there. Um, just because I do think I don't think it's going to happen. But if you could pull Aaron Rodgers somehow, and I get it, he's spending four days in a dark room, probably. Uh, doing some sort of illegal drug or something. I, I understand it's not ideal right now, but if you're telling me you can have Jalen Waddell on one side, Tyreek Hill on the other, and Aaron Rodgers for the next two years, in my opinion, you have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl. But I don't think that's realistic. So I'm with you. I'm in on Tua, especially because what you're going to pay him this season, you get one more year to figure it out. That's how I feel. You get one more well, year. Well, that's that's the thing about Stay Aaron Rodgers. Stay know, healthy. How many more years is Aaron Rodgers going to do it, and how much does that stunt your ability to figure out what you're going to do with Tua in the long term? Oh, no. If you go out and get somebody else this year, if the Dolphins bring in Derek Carr, it's not to be a backup quarterback. Derek Carr is not going to settle for a backup role. He can start elsewhere. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm talking so, about Aaron Rodgers, though. Because well, I mean, Derek, Derek Carr, listen, bad season – uh, there are people who just hate Tua. They'll take anyone in his place. Aaron Rodgers is someone you would legitimately have to think about. I know the Jets have inquired about trading for Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, there, there's someone where you go, okay, let me let me think about the ramifications. Does it make you better instantly? Probably. I mean, holy hell, look at the weapons that he would have. But it really stunts what you've got to figure out about Tua, You'd be which moving is on. the extension. You'd be moving on from Tua, in my opinion. If you go out and get anybody else this offseason, it means that you're moving on from Tua. Because I don't think you can go get Aaron Rodgers and have Tua back him up. That doesn't make any sense. Well, because you lose a season. and that, I mean, you could make the case for, hey, what a great person to learn quarterbacking from, although I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that kind of guy. But you could say, oh, Bring in a veteran and but whatever. I, I saw enough out of Tua last season. I'm in. Like, I'm in on Tua. Got to stay healthy, though. Got to stay healthy. All right, your uh, judo classes. Jazzercise. Listen, Aaron Rodgers can go sit in a dark room for four days. Our guy can be a judo class three times a week. I'll take our guy. Would you rather sit in a dark room for four days or cut your pinky toe off? I'd rather sit 
in we, a dark play room. The game? Should we play the game? <laughs> Would, yeah, the, the Howard Schnellenberger-voiced game that we used to play. Go ahead. you have that anywhere? It's time for the game show that everyone loves. Would you cut off your pinky toe? Funny thing is, and we miss the late, great Howard Schnellenberger who voiced that for us. The funny thing is, no one loves that game. And he says the game that everyone loves. No one loves this game. Uh, no, I would not cut off my pinky toe rather than sitting in a dark room for four days. I don't mind sitting in a dark room for four days. But, like, no TV, no phone, no nothing. It's literally just you and your thoughts. You by yourself in a dark room for four days with zero entertainment. Just you and your thoughts. Four days. A book? Can I can I read a book? Or it's always dark? It's dark, huh? It's always dark. There's no daylight at all. Can you read in the dark? I cannot. Hmm. Well, then, it's just you and your thoughts. For four days. Four straight days. I would do that before I would cut off my pinky I toe. don't believe you. No, I would. I'm telling you. Knowing you, I mean, you... you like like myself are addicted to your phone. I you am love scrolling. I am, but that's why it would probably be healthy for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm telling you, that would be a good cleanse. Now ask me six months. You think you could go four days in the dark? Yeah. No shot. Yeah, I could. No shot. In lieu of cutting off my toe? Yeah. Pinky, it's your pinky. You don't need your pinky toe. Well, it gives you a little balance. For what? Sit on your couch and watch the Super Bowl. Listen, yeah, you don't need your pinky toe. Listen, you of all people with the with the ACL injury, you could use a couple of pinky toes. To be quite honest, you <laughs> I, could I, use an extra one. I I could use a new leg, a whole <laughs> a whole new lower body extremities. All I right. could use them. Anything else in the headlines, Solana? Heat lost last night. They'll play uh, the Nets tomorrow. Get to fifteen minutes of heat in the next segment. Panthers beat the Wild 2-1 to one in a shootout yesterday. Big win for the Cats. Let me give you a little cat talk. You got any uh, music? <laughs> Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. I am drinking a Celsius Sparkling Grape Rush right now, and it is delicious. Solana is also drinking Celsius Grape Rush. It is delicious. Thank you, Celsius. So the Panthers do play tonight, and you can hear the game on 560 WQAM. I mentioned it earlier with Goldie when Goldie was on with us. The uh, telecast tonight is ESPN Plus only, so you will not see it on Bally Sports. So if you want a local broadcast, you listen to it right here on 560. Panthers tonight, minus 135 favorites in St. Louis. And uh, I'm guessing it will be the very hot Sergei Bobrovsky in net, unless they don't want to play him back-to-back games. Have you seen anything on the... uh, on the Panthers goaltender? I haven't yet. I've been take looking. Take a look real quick here and see if that's been updated. I should have asked Goldie when he was on with us. Mm, I don't see anything yet. Someone let us know. Plagans is listening or Goldie, let us know if it's going to be Bobrovsky Ooh, in that. I just see a tweet here. George Richards from uh, Florida Hockey Now. Mm-hmm. 
Sergey Bobrovsky has taken over the Florida Panthers net, but it appears Spencer Knight will get his first start in over a month tonight okay. in St. Louis. Bobrovsky has been hot, but got to let him get some rest every now and then, second night of a back-to-back. So there you go. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Big win for Kane Hoops yesterday. At UNC, 80-72, third in the conference right now. They're 12-4 in ACC play, 21-5 overall. They'll host Wake Forest Saturday, 2 p.m. Is that uh, 2 p.m. Saturday at the Watsco Center? Watsco Center. Huh. Maybe I should go to that. Oh, mm. no, I'm in Aruba. I can't, I can't <laughs> oh, go. That's right. I can't go. That's a good game, though. If you have not seen a Canes game this season, this Saturday afternoon would be a good one to go to. Undefeated at home. Yeah. No, they're really fun. Undefeated they are fun this season. Yeah. Um, Tyler Hero accepts a bid to participate in the three-point shooting contest. Very cool. And uh, a couple NFL hires today. The Colts named Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen as their new head coach. And the Arizona Cardinals, they've hired the Eagles defensive coordinator, to be their new head coach. All right, very good. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Call them, 866-954-MORE. It is partly cloudy in South Florida today, but a decent afternoon, around 75 degrees tonight. The lows will dip into the mid to low 60s. That is your weather. Give you a little 15 minutes of heat in the next segment, and then we're going to play our Valentine's celebration with Bill Burr talking about Sherry's Berries. I am telling you, you will love it and laugh. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. He nailed March. Hawk and Crowder. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up and make some noise for 15 minutes. Fifty minutes of heat is presented by Broward Health. Broward Health, celebrating 85 years of service to our community, then, now, forever. Broward Health. You said that there was some breaking news about the heat during the commercial break. What is it, Solana? Brace yourself. Okay. Big news. All right. Huge news. I am ready. Duncan Robinson has been upgraded to questionable for tomorrow's game. All right. There you go. I I do want to get Duncan Robinson back in this lineup in a bad way. It's why I said big news for this show because about a week ago, you fixed the heat simply by reimagining a healthy Duncan Robinson coming back and returning to his old form. I just think that you have as good a shot as Duncan returning to form – as you do, finding someone in the buyout market, or we were talking about the trade deadline, but finding someone who's available that all of a sudden is just going to bang away at three-pointers, right? Because you, you need someone to fill that role. Why can't Duncan get back to form? Why not? It's honestly not a terrible argument by you. It's well, not. Well, certainly You're- now in the buyout market. Like, I, I would submit to you, okay, when it was the trade deadline, if you can find someone that's a knockdown three-point shooter and you've got to give up some assets and you've got to work it out, okay, fine. Now you're left to the buyout market. And if anyone's available in the buyout market, there's a reason. No, there's no. I'll tell you right now. There's nobody left in the buyout market that, that 
is a sh- three-point shooter. So what what's the what's the thought that like what's what's wrong with the thought that maybe Duncan Robinson can return to Okay, can he return to two years ago, Duncan Robinson, when he was shooting better than Steph Curry percentage-wise? Maybe not. But can he become the three-point shooter that the Heat need? I I don't think it's that out of the question. Here's what I'll tell you. To your point, I think Spoh's going to try it. I think Duncan gets put back into this rotation. Right now, the Heat, they need bodies, right? Victor Oladipo's missing time. Hero missed yesterday. Kyle Lowry doesn't appear to be anywhere close to returning, whether it's his knee, whether it's more about the relationship being severed at this point. I don't know, but it doesn't look like we're going to see Lowry anytime soon. I think just because the Heat need bodies right now, he may play tomorrow. But beyond that, I think you're right. I think Spoh is going to say, we need three-point shooting. Let's at least try it. Let's try it. And he can come off the bench. You don't have to play him with Hero together because defensively that's a nightmare. But when Hero goes to the bench, Duncan, you're on the floor. Back to the dribble handoffs with Bam Adebayo. Let's go back to let's get back to what worked for us in the bubble. That's what worked for you. And by the way, Jimmy Butler is going to tell him that. Jimmy Butler is going to say, "Duncan, get back in the lineup and start hoisting three pointers. Don't be hesitant. Go ahead and do it." I I, I think there's something to that. Um, somebody texts in. This is brilliant. It's not all night long at the Hockman House. It's 15 minutes of heat. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Ira Winderman had a couple questions in today's Ask Ira column in the Sun Sentinel. Somebody emailed in, part of the heat's culture is the physical conditioning requirements. But with 82 games and Eric Spolstra's limits on how he uses his rotation, it plays a significant role in the continued injuries and the team's shortcomings. But here's what Ira says. The truth is the Heat have rarely practiced this season. With Eric Spolstra more and more bypassing the option for game day shoot-arounds, including Monday ahead of the loss to the Nuggets. So the workload away from the games has been dramatically reduced. Nothing like at the start of the Pat Riley era. Which, by the way, when you compare and contrast how the Pat Riley coached Heat, or even the Pat Riley era when he was president, how the Heat players had to practice and be in physical condition. They still have to be in great condition. But how they practice versus what goes on now is almost unbelievable. But Ira writes, for the most part, Spolstra has gone nine deep this season, which is typical of most teams. Monday was an exception, somewhat surprisingly, not playing Jamal Cain. We know Solana had said yesterday, expect to see some Jamal Cain uh, last night. This neither is Heat culture nor Spolstra wearing down the roster. This is Tyler Hero bumping knees on Saturday night in Orlando. This is the risk that comes with signing older players, such as Kyle Lowry, And this is the new NBA standard that has created a seeming approach of when in doubt, sit out. That's what it is now. So he's not running them ragged. The physical conditioning requirements, that's not what does this team in when it comes to injuries. They are as preventative as any team in the NBA. And then one other thing last night, I know a lot of people were disappointed that they weren't able to beat the Nuggets. And granted, the Nuggets were shorthanded as well, but they had Jokic out there. So someone writes in, the G League additions aren't doing anything for this team. And Ira has a great response. No, 
They're doing what G League players do. They play in support. If you were expecting Orlando Robinson, Jamal Kane, or Jamari Bouye to be leading men, then your expectations are out of line with their pedigree. The problem in such moments is when there is a shorthanded roster, the expectations are thrown out of whack. Every team needs supporting pieces, but you can't expect them to morph into leading men upon demand. It does not work that way. Still, Bouye had his moments on Monday night. But that's so important to remember. I I was seeing people tweet about it. You know, oh, the Nuggets are missing a couple of players. You know, they got Jokic out there. And G League additions, they don't just, you know, I know next man up. They don't step up and replace Tyler Hero. Like, none of those guys are going to be sixth man of the year anytime soon. So you got to have your expectations in line. Nuggets are a better team than the Heat. And even when they're shorthanded, the Nuggets are a better team. They've also got the best player on the floor at all times. I mean, we talked about him earlier in the show. What he is able to do at his size is it's it's you can't believe what you're watching half the time with Jokic. Like you just you because you expect this big lumbering fool. And it's like it's hard to comprehend what you're watching with it's him. It's also why it's so frustrating because he is this big lumbering fool, but he's still dominating you on the on the court. His arms are always bleeding, and it just doesn't matter. He's walking, he's strolling up the court like he's walking through the, the his arms the food court. are so cut up and scratched up and bloody. It really is weird, and I don't think he feels it. I think they're like tree trunks, like right, like he doesn't feel that. No, doesn't feel anything. That literally doesn't feel anything. Uh, I was so ready today to come in and just spew anti-Jokic agenda. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had it all prepared, and I refused to do it because I watched him last night, and I said, yeah, that's the best player in the NBA. That, <laughs> There's, that's a reason. There's a reason he's the MVP. Yeah. By yeah. the way, the Heat yesterday, and I'm not making any excuses. They, they could have won that game. They had enough, and – they just didn't execute down the stretch. Hawk, they were where they wanted to be. Their last four games. Jimmy Butler missed a lay-in. Right. That was it's you want to talk about hard to believe what you're watching with Jokic. Jimmy Butler stared at the rim after he missed that. He's like, did someone move that? Like that was unbelievable. Last four games, the first three against below 500 teams, the Heat were down with with in the fourth quarter. They were down, and all three of those games, they came back, they won. Same situation yesterday. You're down four with, like, two minutes left to play. Like, they they were in the position that they're always in. 32 games this year decided by five points or less. The difference is when you're down to Houston or Orlando, it's different than being down to Denver. For sure. You have to be perfect, and they weren't. I think they kind of got the the short end of of the call where they call a basket interference on Jimmy. That would have cut it as well. But bottom line, like, Nuggets are really good. You were playing yesterday at one point with five undrafted players. Yesterday, eight guys were available for the Heat, or nine guys. All but two are undrafted. Think about that. All but two are undrafted. That's why last night's loss to me is like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm not I'm not complaining about that one. You'd love to win it. You're at home. Yeah. Uh, like I say, Denver's missing a couple of guys, but no, nah, I'm not bothered by that loss at all. Uh, so what do the Heat have next? At Brooklyn tomorrow, that's their final game before the All-Star break. All right, so the new-look Brooklyn Nets against the new-look Miami Heat. Who got mopped yesterday (laughs) by the New York Knicks. 
mopped. Like they gave up, I think, 140 points to Woo. the Knicks yesterday. Holy mackerel! Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. We're gonna do this Bill Burr segment in the next segment. I am telling you, it will be the hardest you laugh on Valentine's night, unless you're watching the Hockman household later on tonight. Then you'll laugh harder. But that's a private moment just for me and Lori. Uh, we have a funny segment for you. This is a great Valentine's celebration. We're gonna do it in the next segment. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. We've got guts. Hawk and Crowder. I uh, I love this, and Valentine's gives us uh, an excuse to play it. So we we were turned on to this when I goofed up a live commercial. It was the uh, the sports headlines that involved Marlon Shirley. Maybe I'll get to that later. Um, but I I've had a couple of screw ups. You know, where I'm doing live spots and I start laughing. One of them was that uh, sports headline. Another one was the Oreos. Another one was um, My Pillow. I mean, I've had a, uh, a number of them. And a bunch of people would text us whenever we'd play some of our screw ups. A bunch of people would text us Have you ever heard Bill Burr doing Sherry's Berries? Bill Burr, very uh, good stand up comedian. He was a writer on The Chappelle Show. So he has an unbelievably successful podcast and even though the podcast is taped they tape it to air live which means they don't go back and cut things up they just air whatever happens so during his podcast he has to do live spots just like we do on uh, on the radio show here and one of his live spots is for sherry's berries now if you've listened to me for a long time I had endorsed Sherry's Berries year after year. It would always be around Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. And we would do the same thing. Every time Sherry's Berries was advertising, doing a, uh, an adver- advertising campaign, they would do what's called an onboarding call, which means you call in and you have a conference call with the client and they tell you, here's what we'd like you to say when you're doing the commercials. They're giant berries. They go over the entire thing, but you have this onboarding call so that, and and a lot of clients do this. They do an onboarding call so that you understand what you're talking about. And Bill Burr, obviously, he says it there, he didn't have time for the onboarding call. So when he's reading this commercial, he's just looking at the paper. He brings it, you know, he's like, oh, time to do a Sherry's Berries commercial. And he brings out a piece of paper. And he starts reading it. And if you aren't familiar with it, it is a little funny because the way they talk about these big, giant, succulent berries, like it's really funny. So anyway, in uh, in celebration of Valentine's Day, which is today, here it is from the Bill Burr podcast, his famous Sherry's Berries commercial. This might be the favorite name of anything I've ever advertised here uh, other than one white Charlie's. Uh, Sherry's Berries. It says, insert story when you've given or received uh, the gifts. Well, I, I've been out of town. I haven't gotten Sherry's Berries yet. Ever. All right. Sherry's Berries. Since the end of the, the year is all about delicious holiday food, why not send an extra special holiday treat to friends, family, business associates, associates, everyone you know. I've never met a person who didn't love Sherry's Berries. Send giant dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries for only $19.99. That's over a 40% savings. 
Go to Barry's.com, click on the microphone, and type in Burr, B-U-R-R. For my listeners, double the Barry's for just $10 more. Barry's are terrific and a sweet holiday gift. They also have delicious products such as Christmas cake pops, cheesecakes, and dipped pretzels. Here's the only way to get this special 1999 Sherry's Berries offer. <laughs> Call 866-FRUIT. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what the f*** am I selling? <laughs> Did I approve this? This is ridiculous. Who the f*** is going to buy this This is the funniest Christmas cake pops, cheesecakes, and dipped pretzels. Call 866-FRUIT, everybody. <laughs> Eight, I'm sorry, 866-FRUIT-0-2. Or even better, <laughs> visit berries.com. <laughs> oh, punch truck. Oh, please spell out the words. Oh, by all means, berries, B-E-R-R-I-E-S, berries. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in Burr. <laughs> you got to see these enormous berries for yourself. <laughs> Go, I swear to God, this is the copy. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone, and tip in Burr. Type in Burr. Dip your, and dip your berries in that. Don't wait now. Order. Order some chocolate berries for the person in your life. Oh, I needed that. That was wonderful. I'm sure I'll get some complaints on that one. We need a conference call. Can't do it. I'm in Helsinki. Hey, you better buy some Sherry's Berries because I'm going to get in trouble with that read. And I'm not changing it because that was hilarious. Um, oh, wiping tears away here. Um, <laughs> and I, my apologies to Berries.com. I, I didn't. I didn't look at the copy before I read that. This. I'm too immature to read like that i'm sure you have wonderful chocolate covered berries all right <laughs> i love that so much because first of all as a radio person it speaks to me because i do know sometimes you have to you know recite absurd copy because the client loves it and if you don't read it in advance and then He's just so beaten down at the end. He's like, you mother bleepers better buy these berries because <laughs> we're going to need a conference call. Trust me, it is not cheap to advertise on Bill Burr's podcast. And that guy has millions of downloads. That is so effing funny. That is such a great celebration of Valentine's Day. I love when he's like, <laughs> got to jump on this conference call. Nope, I'm in Helsinki. <laughs> It's such a great line. The whole commercial is just great. So there you go. There's a little Valentine's Day celebration. That I am telling you, every time I hear that, because he's realizing as he's doing it, I haven't read the copy. That's why it's so similar to my sports flash. Maybe we'll do that in the 5 o'clock hour. But when I, when I used to read sports flashes, I would try to read the copy in advance so you don't get surprised by something that might, you know, jump out at you that you weren't expecting, which is why when I have that breakdown on the air, people always say, oh, it's very similar to Bill Burr and Sherry's Berries. But, man, I used to do Sherry's Berries commercials every year for about 10 years, and they were a mainstay 
when it came to Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. Oh, my God. That is so funny. I think I used your code Hawk on Sherry's Berries. I bet you did. I think everybody in South Florida has at some point. May still work. <laughs> that is so great. I I just love that commercial. His reaction. Everything is happening in real time, and it's just funny. All right, there you go. That is a uh, there's a great Valentine celebration. All right, let's take a break here. Five o'clock. Funky Buddha Happy Hour is next. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Flan, 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 flan. Hawk and Crowder.